Welcome to Next Steps, a podcast from Blackhawk Church in Madison, Wisconsin, where together we'll take next steps to grow in our relationship with Christ, to be formed into the kind of people He's created us to be, and to better love and serve those around us. Let's jump in. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. Uh, I'm Tiffany Malloy, uh, and joining me is Chris Kopp. So, Chris, it's great to be here on this melty day. So when yeah. recording, it's, it's the great <laughs> melt is happening today. Yeah. <laughs> All the snow is disappearing. And yeah. So how are you doing today? I'm great. Yeah. Good. I'm looking forward to this conversation. I um, Yeah. We've been planning this for a little while and, and just kind of thinking on this over the last couple of days. And so, yeah, excited to dig great. in today. Yeah. So last week we kind of shared like an extended mini trailer, if you will, yeah. of what these next few weeks are going to be about. We're excited to be um, jumping into the conversation about spiritual growth and spiritual formation. Um, so today we're going to take, maybe we're going to have like a 30,000 foot conversation in some ways. We'll get into some details, but but basically what we want to talk about today is what do we mean when we talk about spiritual growth and spiritual formation Um here at Blackhawk, what does it look like to be a maturing Christ follower? I think that's an interesting mm-hmm. conversation. Um, and then what are some of the obstacles uh, to growing in our faith? And so those are kind of the big the big three maybe uh, topics yeah. that we'll talk about today. And so, Chris, I know you and I have talked about this before, but so why don't you just even just start us off a little bit, you know, first things first, when we talk about spiritual formation, what do we mean by yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, so as Christ followers, we are on a journey to become more like Christ. So when we said yes to Jesus, we also said yes to like this transformation mm-hmm. process that happens over time. Um, and so even a few months ago in the Worship Where You Are message that you gave, Tiff, it was just such a great message talking about uh, how when we trust Jesus, we are united with him. It's our new reality. Um, and so it's actually God that directs our growth and transforms us by the power of the Spirit working inside us. Um, and you talked about He, uh, it, it's He that does the heavy lifting, but we have like a part in it mm-hmm. too. And we're going to unpack that a little bit yeah. throughout today, right? And then in future episodes. Um, so, so we'll get into that uh, in, in, yeah, in, in the next few minutes and mm-hmm. in future episodes as well. But um, kind of this idea that becoming more like Jesus, it doesn't just happen automatically, right? Like, I wish that would happen. <laughs> that would be excellent. Like, when we, yeah, when we, uh, when we come to trust Jesus, there's just like this slow magic that works over us. But it doesn't. Um, it requires intentionality on our part. Um, really submitting to the teachings of Jesus about how we live in his kingdom, how the Holy Spirit um, can be at work in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, so we yep. do work. We yeah. have to show up and, and, um, and engage and, and put in the work, but, but God does too. Yeah. It's a partnership where um, really he does a lot of the, the heavy lifting. Or yeah. Not a lot. He does the heavy <laughs> lifting, right? Yeah, without yeah. the power, without his power to transform yeah. us, um, we'd, we'd be kind of, we'd be hopeless um, trying to trying to change and transform yeah. ourselves. So. And I think that's good news. You know, I think, I think, you know, somewhere along the way, I think there's been times in my journey where I have felt like it was all up to me, like that my growth and my transformation was like, directly related to my effort. Um, and that felt heavy. Um, I mean, but we do have a part, but I feel great comfort in knowing that it is God who directs and does, does the changing. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I think about even like self-help sections of the, even the bookstore, right. Where, um, I think there's something inside of us that wants to be different, that wants to transform, that wants to change, um, 
but there's a reason why the self-help book section is very popular, right? Just because we all think it just doesn't work when we're trying yeah. to do it ourselves. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so what good news? Yeah. yeah. I wrestled with this a lot when first becoming a Christ follower of like, well, how much is actually me yeah. doing it? How much is God? Yeah. Like, I don't, maybe that's a nerdy kind of philosophical question. But it's I like really, a chemistry formula. Yeah. That's always like, okay, is it like 45% God? <laughs> you know, yeah. I think the me. answer is just yes. yes like we, yeah, we yeah. both show yeah. up, but yeah. I kind of wrestled with, with that a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, so this is a question that mm-hmm. I, we probably all uh, think about at least at, at some level mm-hmm. of, of like, how do we change? How do we transform? Yeah. How much of it, of it is us and, and that kind of thing. I think one of the interesting things is maybe there are some things, like I can think of my own life of things that I didn't really have to work on. As soon mm-hmm. as I became a Christ follower, like, okay, so maybe you don't believe this, but I used to like have, I, I used to say a lot of swear words. And, <laughs> I can't uh, imagine that. Pre- I, know, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, mom. I could tell stories. Um, but all of a sudden it was just like, I don't know, something uh, clicked and changed mm-hmm. in my heart mm-hmm. where that rarely mm. happened. Mm. I didn't really have to work on mm. that. Whereas there was other things in my mm. life where, yeah, I had to press in, mm-hmm. I had to show up and then God did the heavy mm-hmm. lifting of changing and transforming me. So, um, so yeah, different things in our lives, yeah. uh, work different ways yeah. or I don't know, yeah. are, are things that we wrestle with more than others and that kind of thing. Um, mm. but yeah, it's ultimately God mm. at the end of the day that, that changes and transforms us. So, uh, so Tiff, you are the pastor of spiritual formation. I know that you think a lot about this too. Yeah. So mm. even at like, I don't know, if you were to yeah. give like an elevator, yeah. just kind of few sentences, yeah. like what is spiritual formation? Yeah. What is that process? What would, what would you tell us? Yeah, I think right now how I think about it, um, it's kind of a working definition, if you will, but I would say it's basically the process of how we are being formed over time and with intention, I would say, um, more and more into the image of Jesus and, and consequently into the person that ultimately God created mm. us to be, um, I like Rich Valotas. He's a, a pastor in, in New York City. He wrote um, a book called The Deeply Formed Life. I really just respect mm-hmm. him and appreciate some of the work that he's doing um, around spiritual formation. And he says that he says spiritual formation is the process of being formed into the image of Jesus through spirit animated rhythms, practices, and relationships for the glory of God, the blessing of others and our own flourishing. And so I really do like that too of, um, it's not just like for ourselves, right? It's for the good of our families and good of our friend, our good of our community and our city that God is, it's missional, right? It's a missional, it's a missional thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great definition. I love, yeah, our own flourishing that, that we ourselves would, would experience more of of the life that Jesus created for us. We talked about that a little bit last week, Mm -hmm. but then also, I mean, in and of itself, us submitting to the transformation process is an act of glorifying yeah. God, of worshiping yeah. Him, and then He uses it to, yeah. to bless others and to serve others and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which is which is really cool. Yeah, you know, I think the interesting thing, some of, you know, our team has thought about this a lot. We've been doing a lot of reading and learning. Um, I think the reality is that we all are being formed all the time. I think that's been kind of the biggest revelation. I mean, obviously this is obvious, but I think in the mm. past maybe five or six years, it's it's been more um, is that we we are all being formed, whether you're a Christian or not, right? So like the the our habits, like how we spend our days, what we give our time and energy to forms us. Um, you know, I think we've all even seen this in our own lives of, I think there's, um, you know, like the company we keep, you know, it, yeah. it changes us. It changes. Us. I mean, you see it in, in children and teenagers and myself, right? Like um, there's been times maybe when I've spent a lot of time around people who are 
uh, you know, maybe a little more pessimistic about the world. And, and I find myself that suddenly I'm becoming more pessimistic, mm. you know? So I just, I do think just that the, the messages around us do shape us. Um, there's things like our family of origin, I think, shape us. Um, I think our environment or like our cultures, whether that's our family culture or our church culture or our, the city that we're living, where all these things are, are, yeah. are shaping us. And so um, I think what's different about, so we're all being formed, but about what is spiritual formation? What is some people call it Christian spiritual formation? Um, it's how we're being intentional about, about yeah. that formation. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I think it's a really interesting thing to, to be thinking about how we're being aware of how we're being formed, which so much of it, we're actually, I think we're not able to really yeah. fully know and that's fine. And that's fine. Um, but I do think there are things that we can do to kind of counter some of the ways that we're being f- formed. Um, maybe ca- I call it like counterformation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those are tools that God gives us to, to help us yeah. be, come more and more into his image. So Yeah, that's right. Even just to pause right there for just yeah. a second. I think even just the reminder or the awareness that there are all sorts of things shaping us at all times. Like even just being aware of that, I think can be really huge. I think I've thought about that a lot. Um, uh, so coming from, from where we were in the Denver area was very socially conservative, even like, uh, probably really theologically conservative mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And so, um, that rubs off on you in good yeah. and maybe not so good ways yeah. over the course of, of, of the six years of, of living there. And then you, you moved to Madison yeah. where we were from originally and yeah. Madison was a big part of our family's formation. Yeah. And then having been here for almost five years now, um, I find myself like, I don't almost like wavering between like just different views about the yeah. world and about society yeah. and things like that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 like, hang, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Like, am I just like going along with what the rest of my community yeah. believes? Yeah. Or am I like running this through the lens of how, uh, of what God yeah. values and how he's shaping yeah. me? But it's so easy just to like go with the flow. And I didn't even notice it mm-hmm. at different times of like, of just kind of what everyone else around me was, was kind of the way that yeah. they saw the world, the yeah. way that they saw society and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of noticed this shift that happened as we yeah. transitioned cities and yeah. just those differences. So anyway, just being aware of those things yeah. of like, oh, maybe, uh, maybe there's something to that. <laughs> like, yeah. what are the ways that my city is shaping me or the people or all those sorts of things that you just mentioned? That's really great. That's really yeah. helpful. Yeah. And it takes a lot of energy, right? I mean, for a lot of us, it's, it just takes a lot of energy and space to be able to reflect on those. And it can feel overwhelming at mm. times, but I, I think... I think um, just beginning to notice is is a great first step of, oh, how does this thing that I'm watching, tra- you know, kind of for me or, oh, man, like I grew up in a certain family that dealt with things in certain ways. And how did it actually form how, I, how I'm viewing the world or viewing God? Um, yeah. And I think. It unlocks some things um, about how about about how we view God and about who we're becoming, and I yeah I think it's some cool some cool work God can do in us as we begin to kind yeah, of notice those yeah. things. So Chris, um, right? So what we said is God does the heavy lifting. So talk about our part, like as Christ followers, what do what do we do? What's kind of our responsibility, if you will? I don't know if that's the right word. Um, yeah, that's the big question, yeah. <laughs> right? So thanks for throwing that yeah, to me. Totally. Um, I, yeah, even as I think about this in my own life, and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about this in just a second before I, um, I'll, I'll toss it back to you first. But I think, yeah, the, one of the big in, 
important things for us to know is that our part is to abide in Jesus, to be connected to him. Um, John 15 is just this beautiful passage. Go read that about what it looks like to be connected to him. Um, and to, to live at a pace where we can be aware of his presence, mm. listening for his voice. There's so much noise and stuff around us um, that it can be easy just to not even be in tune with him and what he wants to do in our lives. So so we do those things. We try to abide in him, stay connected to mm-hmm. him, live at this pace where we can be aware of his presence. And then um, respond to mm-hmm. invitations, whether they're big or small, mm-hmm. that he gives us every day to mm-hmm engage in the process of transformation, to, to be obedient to steps of faith he's asking us to take, all yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah. So um, I know that's a little bit ambiguous. We're talking about yeah. what are invitations? Yeah. What are big and small yeah. invitations? Yeah. Do you have any examples oh from your own life? Of, Chris, how of much that? time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, thinking about um, I'm a parent, four kids. So I have high schooler, two middle schoolers and a late elementary kid. And I, you might not believe this, Chris, but I'm definitely not a perfect parent. <laughs> no. As I know, right? So, right. You just, there's mo- moments daily, right? I mean, honestly, daily, yeah. which is embarrassing, but um, right where I just screw up, like I say the wrong thing or I am being selfish or mm-hmm. I'm responding to my kid in a not nice way, sometimes rude and, or being dismissive. And, um, and it's like almost daily when I feel that kind of like twinge from the spirit. Like I, I recognize as an invitation to say, hey, you know what? Like, well, that happened. And so what does it look like to repair that? Um, gosh, I apologize so much to my children. <laughs> um, but I mean, but that's not, I think I think for me, though, I recognize that as God's invitation to like, OK, yeah, like, yep, that didn't go well, but what does it look like to move towards love and um, to ask for forgiveness? I mean, I think, yeah. So I think that's, yeah. that's one small way yeah. or, you know, there's times I'm sure I've all experienced that where you like, you see somebody else. Okay. This is like, right. You see somebody else's um, like uh, successes, mm. whether that be in work or in a hobby that you are part of. Gosh, and you like feel jealous of that. And so what do you do? Do you live with that jealousy or do you confess it, right? So it's like the other day I was, I asked somebody to drive me home from work um, because I didn't have my car here. And I was like, listen, I have to confess something. Like, right. And I just said, I just confess <laughs> what I was experiencing and just ask like, gosh, can you hold me? Like, this is an ugly part of me. Can you like hold me accountable if you see me acting out of that? I need you. Like, I just need somebody to know. Yeah. Um, and felt worse and better, right? <laughs> like, oh gosh, now somebody else knows my grossness. Yeah. Um, but also, but I want to become more like Jesus. And I mean, I guess those are, yeah. So those are just ways I feel like yeah. two examples in the past week of, of God's invitations. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Like, do you, how do you, what are ways you've experienced yeah. God's invitations? Well, first, I mean, just to say those are, those are good examples. Cause it's like, you could have just ignored kind of the yeah. prompting or mm-hmm. whatever you, we want to call it. Um, but you acknowledge that, Hey, maybe this is the spirit trying to s- speak to me and to, it's usually asking us to do hard things, <laughs> right? That we don't, don't want to do, yeah. do yeah. or that require being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I can so relate to, to that. Yeah. Whether it's with kids or in marriage where it's like, okay, when I take, take a deep breath and has to be filled with the spirit in the midst of this very difficult moment, I don't like what he's asking me to, yeah. to do or to say, mm-hmm. but there's these small invitations mm-hmm. that 
depending on how we respond to those, do form us in, in one way or another and affect our relationships mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so for me, I, I definitely relate to to those examples. have also apologized, apologized to my kids multiple times within the past week, especially <laughs> as we were snowed in together, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, gosh, I could also give so many examples. I The thing that I would say about this is that um, I can think of a few really big invitations Um especially when I was in college, mm-hmm. like to go overseas mm-hmm. and to serve or to take a really big mm-hmm. step of faith. But more often than not, it's a small invitation um, followed by another small invitation <laughs> followed by Especially another when one. you ignore them, like they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes they get more frequent for a Well, while. I think at least in my life, God doesn't ask me to jump into the deep end right mm-hmm. away or into these big, huge mm-hmm. things that would be awesome or super transformative. Like it's mm-hmm. just not, at least in my life, yeah. not the way he tends to work. But like, so an example is recently... Um, just thinking about, this is something I've been thinking about for a number of years, but like, how can I just be less dependent on my phone and mm-hmm. screen time and just be present with the people around yeah. me, especially my family and, and just to experience joy and delights, even in just quiet moments and stuff. And so, and so, all right, the first invitation is just to like, whether it's just stop with social media for a day or put the, put the phone aside and, mm-hmm. and be more attentive And then as I respond and hopefully say yes to that, there's just deeper invitations to like, okay, great. Like now, um, I also want you to, to grow in prayer and to listen for my voice and in different ways. And it just, it goes deeper and deeper in a way that, um, can sometimes be more and more challenging, but, um, but is usually really rewarding too. And is the type of thing that, that begins the transformation process. And, uh, if I don't respond, yes, I don't get to get to experience that. So. It's good, Chris. Um, yeah, I think about, you know, I think about responding, like, I think, I think that's like one avenue of like the responsiveness. And I think that's actually, I think it's a big part of how God works in our Mm -hmm. daily life and transforms us. Um, also think about some other areas of, of formation where, like, where we're intentionally, um, being, trying to be formed into, in, in the way of Jesus and thinking about even, so scripture, I think like scripture and teaching, I think are a big part of that. Like what, what, what our inputs are, what are, what is forming our minds, what is forming yeah. our belief systems. I, I do think, do think that matters a lot, um, I think I have examples in my own life, right, where you begin to go down a, a certain path and you find it's it's fine. It, these voices are forming you in a way that maybe you didn't really know that was going <laughs> to like, oops, I didn't know that that's where I was going down. But um, yeah. um, so I think that's a big, a big part. Also, I think our life together, our community life, thinking about the importance of um, doing life with other people and how... Um, I think, you know, sometimes we think that it can just be me and Jesus with our Bible, mm-hmm. um, or at least maybe maybe some of us were, had that idea. But I do think that the relationships, how we do our life together is maybe as transformative as yeah. as our quiet yeah. time, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I do think, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, I love that one in particular. I know sometimes we think like, really do people, you know, if I, if I get into a small group, is that really going to like make a huge difference or whatever? And, um, yeah, I I can't say, can't speak highly enough of just how much God has used community in my own life and in different ways in different seasons. When Mm -hmm. I first became a Christ follower, it was a small group of guys that were like really 
kind of were super transformative mm-hmm. and just establishing a foundation for yeah. my faith. And yeah. then later on, it was really key mentors that affirmed different things in me that I desperately needed to, to, yeah. to have affirmed yeah. as like a, yeah. as a, as a young, young mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it keeps changing, but I think, so yeah, I, I can experience growth on my own. Yeah. But when I find myself in times of like rich community and rich relationships, mm-hmm. there's just transformation that happens that like I didn't even know that I needed, yeah. but other people did and they yeah. see it and they're yeah. able to help with that. So, yeah. yeah. So I love it when we, that, that is included in just yeah. what we talk about when yeah. we talk about spiritual formation. That's so good. That's good. Um, I think two other things, maybe if I think about like, these are kind of like the four big things I would say. The third one is probably spiritual practices. And that's, I think, a lot of what maybe what people are more familiar with, right? There's like personal practices like reading the Bible or praying or yep. uh, fasting, different things like that. Um, and then more like corporate, which actually all those things can be corporate as well, like right. what you do together as a community. Um, and actually, we're going to have a whole episode on this because I do think it's a big part of how, you know, we see this in the life of Jesus. Like, what does he do? Um, like for the early church, what do they do yeah. as they're being formed? And so I think we have a lot of scripture to, um, kind of foundation to to kind of, you know, to pave the way in, in this way with for us. But um, I think that's next week, right? With, with Daniel Owen. Yeah. I think we'll be talking yeah. about that more. Yeah. What about, okay, so we've talked about these different things. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe the, uh, maybe there's one or two others that that That's come good. to mind that you can tag on to. But um, like, how do how do I know if I'm growing? Yeah. What what does <laughs> what does growth? Yeah. What does it look, look like? Like, like, am I just gaining yeah. knowledge? Like, yeah. I don't know. How do I know yeah. that I'm being formed into the image of Christ? What would yeah. you tell us about that? Oh gosh, Chris. Um, right. Like, I think it's a lot of different things. Maybe. I think one of the things in my own life, when I begin to recognize, going back to like the invitations, Hmm. I think for me, I know I'm growing maybe when I'm more aware of um, myself, more aware of the presence of God around me, more aware of like, I feel like I'm in more of a a conversation with him throughout the day, right? Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, wow. Oh, I have to have this conversation now. Okay, right. Like I'm, I'm just very aware of the promptings. And so, um, but sometimes it's not like, I think sometimes it looks like, oh, wow, I'm actually looking more like Jesus. And sometimes it doesn't. I'm just more aware of my, <laughs> aware of my, <laughs> aware of myself, of how I'm falling short. But, um, but I do think, right, like what is like the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, patience, kindness, goodness, faith. Like those are, I think those are the marks of, of, of spiritual growth. And it can, it doesn't, you don't have to know more. And I think that's the big thing, right? We live in a very intellectual city, um, right? I think there's more like master's degrees and PhDs per capita than like almost any other city is what I read, um, here in Madison, very educated. Um, but, but, but I think, right, like deep growth and faith, man, some of the mentors I grew up with, um, kind of small town, Illinois, right? Who they, they didn't have, you know, many of them didn't, you know, in the small town didn't even have a, they didn't have a college degree and it didn't matter. Like, right. Like it wasn't about knowing it was about being, it was about um, showing Jesus and being responsive to the spirit and loving people well. Yeah. I love what you said. I don't know that I've ever thought about it that way. So obviously things come to mind, like, are we embodying more of the fruit of the spirit and, and things like that. But what you said, um, at first about how sometimes it doesn't feel like you're growing. Actually, it feels like the opposite. Like you're more aware of your, Mm -hmm. your sin and just areas where you need to grow. 
Um, I never thought about that before, but even as you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, there's something about just being in tune with, with who we are, like kind of seeing ourselves, um, in some ways as, as Christ sees us, the ways Mm -hmm. that he wants us to grow. Like that's the, that's the beginning of being transformed, um, in some of those different ways, even just to be in tune with our emotional health Mm -hmm. and all of those different kinds of things. Um, yeah, there's actually something really healthy about being on, like being aware (laughs) of your unhealth, right? Something healthy about being aware of your unhealth. Um, so I love that you said that. I think that's really interesting. Um, any other like misconceptions or, or questions about spiritual formation or growth that, um, that you hear a lot or that, that you think about from your own life? Yeah. I mean, one, and I wonder if you resonate with this, Chris, um, just through your years of, um, of church life, sometimes it just felt like discipleship or spiritual formation, right? Is first super Christians. It's like, Hey, it's like, you know, you accept the gospel and then it's like up to you if you want to grow, right? Mm -hmm. Like totally fine. If you don't, of course we want you to, but like, it's really just for like kind of the serious Christians or whatever. Um, and I think it's a huge misconception. And I think we've been talking about that more and more around here lately that right when we, God's invitation is is to follow him. It's to be a part, live according to his kingdom and um and to to be tra- like that's actually the gospel is to be transformed more and more into the image of Jesus and yeah. as it's the good for the world. And so um so I think that's one big one. How about you? Do you have any that you um Yeah. Um it's a good question. I think uh like the idea that the way we grow is by reading our Bible and praying more. Yeah. I know okay, so even just thinking <laughs> totally, out loud, yeah, yeah. like some people I don't swerve off the road. <laughs> um that's something that I've wrestled yeah. with in in my own life. Like, okay, if I'm doing those things, like great, I am healthy, I'm like more of a type A person, like check things off of a yeah. list. Um, but like they're important, but like growth and, and being formed into the image of Christ is about so much more than that. Like there are active things like Bible reading and prayer Mm -hmm. and serving Mm -hmm. and all of that kind of stuff that is really important, but there's also stuff that happens to us that can be incredibly formative. Like uh, in my own life and times of hardship and suffering, as much as those times are so difficult. I've never grown more mm. than in some of my deepest moments of suffering and in big life transitions yeah. and, and things like that. And so some of the things we control, we're active as we, you know, prayer and yeah. Bible reading is important, yeah. but there's also things, yeah, that, that happen to us that we can kind of submit, if you will, to, to Christ's Lordship yeah. and ask him to use those things mm. to shape and, and form us. And so that's been really big. That's in my really, life. It's really good. So. I had somebody come up to me just, um, so we're recording this on a Monday. So yesterday, um, and she would be fine. I'm not going to say who it is, but, um, she said, listen, I've been, I've been trying to get to know God. Um, I really find Bible reading and prayer quite boring. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, but I really want to know God. I'm just not wired that way. Like I fall asleep. And she said, is there are there other ways? Like, how do I get to know God? Can you help? And you're like, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 totally fine. You know? And so we laughed about it and, you know, we kind of shared some other ways. And, but it's such a bummer that she has, she had felt like, oh, the only way that I can get to know God is by sitting yeah. quietly in a chair, reading my Bible and praying. Um, and she was an artist. She's an artist. And she's mm-hmm. like, that's just, that's hard for this. I feel like I'm not wired for that. Um, that kind of sort of quietness that, you know, contemplativeness in a way. Um, 
But so we talked about, oh, no, 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 there's so many other ways, right? The point of it is to be connected to God. The point of it is whatever it is, right? There's, I mean, hundreds of practices that people could do. Um, and it's the purpose of it is to abide in Christ. And yeah, if it's not yeah. helping um, you connect with, you know, with God, I, it's, it's okay. It's okay to yeah. abandon some things for a while yeah, and to come, yeah. come back to things yeah. and different seasons, right? I mean, I'm sure you can... There's different, you know, different practices you've done in different parts of your life as well. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe we'll talk about that more next week. But. Yeah. Well, again, the importance of just relationships and people mm-hmm. around us. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've had seasons of my life where I'm like, I'm reading the Bible a ton and praying. And I'm just like, God, I just want to experience more of your love for me. I want this thing in my life to be transformed. Like, would you just, and I wanted him to just like show up in a mystical way yeah. in my prayer and my Bible reading or something. When all along, like, I'd have people in my life being like, hey, uh, like, I really love you and I'm grateful for our relationship yeah. and just, like, see these things in you. Or or a friend that, like, I, I've even seen this recently in my life. Like, hey, would would you want to do this, like, four-week prayer thing where you, we're just going to try to seek God together and see mm-hmm. what happens? And and both I'm like, yeah, wh- whatever. Like, that's that's <laughs> fine. I don't, I don't need to do that thing. And then in retrospect, it's like, oh, my, like, duh. Like, God is using these people in my yeah. life to show me mm. a glimpse of his love mm. for me or to mm. lead me deeper yeah. into intimacy with with him. Mm. And so um, I'm usually too obtuse to kind of to recognize those things <laughs> totally. in the moment. But, um, mm. but yeah. Other misconceptions or, or things like that? Yeah. I mean, I would just say the last one I can think of is probably one that I kind of t- touched on already, right? The spiritual growth or, you know, is, it, is about making me a better person. Um, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think it's that. I don't, I honestly don't believe that, that God is most concerned with us being better behaved people. Yeah. Um, I think he's really concerned about um, shaping us more and more right into the image of Jesus so that uh, Mm. the world knows who he is and just knows his love. And gosh, I, but that's a big one for me because I, I've, I'm the kind of person who has always kind of tried to be better behaved. Does that make sense? Like that's how I'm wired from when I was, I think I've talked about this before, just little, my parents were just like, you were so good, but like behavior wise, Mm. but man, I've had to work through some of that stuff. Um, Because just because my, I was good behaved didn't mean that I was good on the inside. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, so that's been a lot of things to work through, but um, I just don't think that, that God's concerned as much about that as we think you might be. Yeah, so, yeah. um, so that's not what yeah. spiritual growth is about. Yeah, but, that's good. Yeah. Chris, um, I know we're, we're kind of, kind of getting closer to the end. Um, what would you say are some of the, that you've seen being a pastor over the years, some obstacles of spiritual growth or, you know, what do you think stands in the way in our time, in our culture right now, um, of, of us being, more, be, being made more into the image of God? Yeah, I think I'll just speak personally. Mm-hmm. I think even in this season, Two of the big ones are just being super busy, um, but that also leads to uh, just a lack of time to reflect, to be in tune with what it is that God wants to do in my life with ways that he is at work in my life. Yeah, when our schedules are packed, I'll, I'll speak personally, when yeah. my schedule mm-hmm. is packed and filled to the brim and we're running to one thing after 
another and then even just like living in this culture with so many we're being inundated with Mm -hmm. advertisements and we can easily go home and turn on the tv or even podcasts like we're we love podcasts (laughs) we're we're on a podcast um but we can constantly just be like feeding ourselves things when like we don't just have time to to be and to sit with God and to reflect on what he's Mm -hmm. doing. And so, um, I think that's a, that's been a huge one for me that I'm learning to, to work through is to, to have times and to have space where I'm not on a phone, not on social media, not just constantly being bombarded with things, but, um, slowing down even just moments of silence and solitude and that kind of thing to be able to, to better hear from him. So other ones, um, for you. So good. No, I mean, really resonate with that. For sure. Um, you know, I think, I think unexamined, um, emotional unhealth, I don't know if that's the right way of putting it, but I just think like life is really hard. And I think when life is hard, we often, I often, um, my heart gets a little callous, right? Like Mm. things don't affect me in the way that maybe they should, um, or I'm not open and honest about what I'm struggling with or what I'm dealing with because I maybe right because we get hurt. We get hurt by how people have treated us or we begin to expect maybe a response when we um, kind of confess some things or share some things. And so, um, but then I think it also helps us, those things make us not be vulnerable with God either. Um, And so I feel like when we're in a callous state like that, it's really hard. It's hard to hear the spirit. It's hard. um, It's hard for for us to open ourselves to God, um, to allow him to do his work inside of us. And so, um, I think in so many ways, it's why good spiritual friendships are so important. Um, uh, counseling are so important to help us to work through some of those things and to kind of take off those calluses so that we can be vulnerable and open with God and with each other. I think that's a huge one. Yeah, that's good. Um, Chris, okay. I think last question. Um, what has been one thing that's been helpful to you as you've thought about being intentional about your spiritual growth? I mean, I know we've, you know, you've shared some things over the course of these past couple of years, but, um, anything come to mind for you in particular? Yeah. I've been thinking about this question for a couple days now. Um, I know that you're going to talk about, I think you're going to talk about a rule of life in just a second. So I won't steal your thunder with that. You can totally, that's yours too. (laughs) Um, Though that's been helpful for me. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, But as I was thinking about this, I don't, hopefully this will make sense. But I think like one of the big things uh, that's been so huge in my own life is saying yes to opportunities to grow. Um, and what I mean by that is like, uh, I do, I think we get all of these invitations. Some of them are, are pretty obvious. Some of them, maybe not as much so to step into things that will stretch us and, and grow us. And my, at least my natural instinct, um, with my personality and who I am is like, I'm very protective of like my energy (laughs) and my like schedule and things like that. And so I'm quick Mm. to say no sometimes, Um, when, when, yeah, when, when I say, say yes to things that, um, Mm. that God is perhaps inviting me into it, 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 uh, it has a big impact. So Mm. let me give a couple examples. So even, um, around here, we usually give a couple just practical things at the end of sermons that we can do. Right. And so even before I was on staff, I heard a lot of those kinds of things. 
Um, I remember one from Pastor Chris in particular where the challenge was to write handwritten notes to people just to thank them and to affirm mm-hmm. their role in our lives. And that's one of those things that like we could easily brush off or I'm too busy mm-hmm. for it. But I took the opportunity to say yes to that. And it's been kind of something that I have enjoyed doing. And it's actually been like, I think, transformative in Mm -hmm. in some ways, but helped to grow in relationships with people and and that kind of thing. Um, Another one, I think more recently, a few years ago, Matt encouraged us around Thanksgiving to come up with lists of gratitude. And I keep, I think about that almost every Uh. single week of like, of trying to choose gratitude to identify the things, whether I'm writing them down or not, mm-hmm. that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And again, it could have been one of those things where it's like, whatever, yeah. like it was just, it was just a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. sermon, right? <laughs> like, let's just forget about it. Um, but actually just saying yes to the little things that perhaps okay. others are inviting us into. Um, or there's obviously, there's bigger ones too. Someone asking us to join um, a small group or this thing in my life that I just talked about, like this opportunity to spend four weeks mm-hmm. and like this intentional prayer thing together. And at first I was like, I don't need another thing. I don't like being told what to do <laughs> when it comes to my spiritual yeah. formation. But I was like, well, I've been praying for mm-hmm. more intimacy mm-hmm. with God, opportunities to slow down and also just deeper, significant more significant relationships with, yeah. with some of the other people that were invited. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah. this is a no, <laughs> no brainer. Let's say yeah. yes to these things. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, so yeah, there's these things that stretch us or stretch mm-hmm. me or even just like, yeah, being involved in, in, in loving and serving people mm-hmm. around me, inviting people into our home from our neighborhood, all that kind of stuff that's stretching for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously we need boundaries too, but being able to say yes to those things, mm-hmm. um, because God gives us lots of opportunities, lots mm. of invitations. And so um, just being able to respond to those kind of like mm. we were talking about before. So, Gosh, I love that. I love that, Chris. And I feel like even on the other end, I know you didn't say this for that, but I've received, right, a note from you. And like, <laughs> but like how intentionally, and I've heard other people receive notes from you and just like how like, oh my gosh, like this was like so ministering to the people. So, right. So it's like you're doing and it's transforming you and also it's transforming the people mm-hmm. on the receiving end too. So I just, God is good like that. He can just work so many things um, yeah. in the right way. So yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah. Tiff? Yeah. I would say, I mean, like you said, uh, making a rule of life just has just been so helpful. And I used to do it and I didn't know it was called a rule of life. Um, I thought, I don't know. I thought it was goal. Like I was making goals for a while. That's kind of how I, um, how I interpret it, but, but now just learning more, um, like this rule of life, basically it's just a plan for intentionally living. So right in this season, um, asking like, how is God inviting me to respond to him? Is how to spend my time? What do I do? What do I don't do? Where, where areas, um, or maybe there's like unhealth or struggling that I mm-hmm. want to be intentional about. Um, it's, it's all about, um, recognizing what stage of life we're in, what season of faith we're in, and what are the invitations from God um, to kind of move towards. And so um, for me, like one of the big things, right, is like, it's so I'm, I'm thinking through what do I do daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly mm. is kind of how I view those things. So, um, right, like a daily short, for me, it's short. It's a short time with God. That's my, my like 15 minutes really yeah. is every day. Um, it's in the season, it's it's what I do. Um, but then there's like a weekly Sabbath that I protect fiercely. Like if I don't get it, everybody around me is sad because I'm not <laughs> I'm not always the nicest person. So it just really helps. Like it just really helps me connect with God. So it's on Fridays. I do things that give me life, and some of those things like are reading and prayer and journaling because that's how I'm wired. 
Yeah. Um, but also doing puzzles and doing Legos, as you guys know, right? Those are things that I do on Fridays because it, um, it really refuels me. Yeah. Um, this week, uh, or next week, I'm coming up to um, one of my yearly retreats. So every day I do two days or three days, two nights overnight by myself. Mm. Um, and that's what I look forward to. Uh, and that's just kind of another of our rhythms with me and God because my life is, right, like four kids. Life is busy. You don't really get a lot of downtime. And so being intentional about creating some of those spaces that are going to help me to hear from God and also going to help me be more loving yeah. So it's, so it's kind of like a roadmap. For it's a roadmap. Like, right, that's here great. are things yeah, that yeah. I want to grow in. For this and, year. Like and, every yeah. year I look at it and say, do I need to change anything? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's do great. you do the same thing or is yours different? Yeah. A little bit different. I don't quite have it plotted out by um, month and, oh, yeah. and year. Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's, that's great though. I, maybe I'll have to. Um, but yeah, I think there are different areas of life. My relationship with God, my relationship with others, um, even just health, physical mm. health, emotional yeah. health. Um finances too, and then just work. Those are kind of the, uh, what was that? The Six, big ones, five, yeah. di- five different kind of areas of life. And like, what are, what are things that I want to grow in? Um, and I spend time reflecting on that mm-hmm. prayerfully of like, God, what are you leading me into mm-hmm. in this year? Um, and then, yeah, there's some, some practical things to, to be able to, to engage in that. Like I can share the one about my relationship with God. I talked about this earlier, but my goal is to slow down in order to become more aware of God's presence and experience his love and joy. And so I don't have this completely mapped out by day, but some of the ways that I'm trying to engage with that is through silence and prayer and reflection through retreat days. Um, and gratitude. We talked about that yeah. earlier, but yeah. being being grateful and acknowledging those different things. And then oh, there's and by minimizing social media. So that's a <laughs> that's a thing too. That's so some idea. of it's practical, but some of it's just yeah. like a vision for life of like mm-hmm. what do I want my life and my mm-hmm. family's life to look like? Yeah. And just something can keep coming back to to remind myself of. So. Yeah. Um on one for there was one year where it was it was to do something slightly, not irresponsible, but just like that <laughs> meant nothing. Like that was, it was for my spiritual director, actually. She was like, listen, I need you to do things that have no meaning <laughs> like oh. every week. Right. And it was good for me. Right. So I was like, I think I'm just going to like invite some people out for dinner or, you yeah. know, like, oh, we're just going to do a movie night. We're not watching a serious movie. Right. Just like a fun. Um, and that was right. So there's like even interesting things, right. Where it can, doesn't even have to be. Um, like right now, both of ours is kind of contemplative, but it doesn't have to be that yeah. way. It's just whatever, however As someone who has significance <laughs> as a strength builder thing, I feel yeah. your pain with that. I know, yeah. like, oh, I can't waste my hour on doing <laughs> right? something not meaningful. So, yeah, um, anyway, but so good. Well, Chris, this yeah. has been um, just so good to begin just to have this conversation with you. Um, you know, I just, for our listeners, right, I feel like we've just kind of shared a lot, but um, I would just encourage you to take some time this week you know, take a little piece of this podcast and maybe reflect on like how, maybe how are you being formed? Not, don't put any like assigning good or bad. Just what are the things that are forming you? How are they forming you? Or or what's one way you want to respond to an invitation that God's been kind of putting down in front of you for a while? And, um, and then maybe just talking to somebody about it, you know, sharing, sharing that with somebody. I think it's a huge, huge deal. And because we want this podcast to start a conversation too, right? We want, mm-hmm. we're doing this together. Um, we want to be more intentional about this as a church um, community. And so I encourage you to, yeah, to maybe have a conversation with, with somebody in your life about this podcast episode. So. Yeah, that's great. Good. All right. Well, y'all, uh, next week, like we said, we are going to be taking a deep dive into all things spiritual practices with Pastor Daniel Owen, which is so good. I, I know he has, gosh, he's mm-hmm. been growing a lot in this, in the past, over these past few years and just has been learning a lot. And 
and I know teaching me a lot. So I'm excited to be able to have that conversation with him. And remember, throughout this mini series, if you have questions that you'd like us to address or you have a you know related story, uh, feel free to share. You can reach out to podcast at blackhawkchurch.org. Awesome. Good. Yeah. All right. We'll Thanks see you, you next guys. week. Yeah, have a great week. <laughs>